Hello, my friends. Katie Day with the Moving to Texas team here with another episode of the Real Advice Podcast. This week's guest started out as a marketing intern and quickly got his license and joined his team. Um, if you follow him on social media, you'll find a great mix of content. Not only will you be jealous of him surfing and the epic properties that he previews and lists and shows clients, you'll also learn a little bit about real estate and the market in Santa Barbara, California. And you'll probably be entertained along the way. Please join me in welcoming Avi Becker. What's going on, man? What's up, Katie? Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be here. You're such a rock star and let's let's run it. Um, I'm excited. So yeah, thanks so much for joining. Um, for those that may not know you, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah, for sure. My name is Avi. I'm 26 years old. I live in beautiful Santa Barbara, California. I'm originally from Boulder, Colorado, but I came out here for school to get a degree at UC Santa Barbara. I just fell in love with the beach lifestyle and the great environment and the people that we have here. And I didn't want to leave when I graduated school. So I was like, oh, I'll get a safe, sturdy, secure job. Like, I'll go into real estate. Like, let's do it. So um, actually, I got into real estate because I met my mentor when I was working my college job. But yeah, I'm going on in on almost three and a half years into the business. And it's been a wild ride. So much learning. So many amazing people I've met just like you. And um, yeah, I feel like I'm just getting started. So I'm really stoked. No, for sure. For sure. Um, and I mean, I see the the artwork behind you, you know, the waves. Um, I know you surf because obviously like you've spent time in uh, the, um, you know, Costa Rica and different places where surfing is, yeah. you know, happening all the time. Um, did you surf before you moved out there or was that like a California thing you picked up? I was really lucky. I was fortunate. My parents travel a lot and they took me to Costa Rica when I was like really young. Well, first, first time I surfed was like in Hawaii when I was like six years old. And I grew up skiing and I, I yeah. kind of just like get, became like anti-cold. Like I just didn't like, cause I was living in the cold all the time. So I got yeah. to go to Hawaii and then Costa Rica and I was young and we kept going back to Costa Rica, but I'd usually just get to surf, you know, once or twice a year if I was lucky, but I got really into it. And actually like, I don't think I've told, I was had my story on a podcast multiple times, but in high school, my nickname was surf. Like all my good friends just called me surf. Cause I was the one kid in landlocked Boulder, Colorado that surfed. So I surfed a little bit when growing up, but then I came out here and I got more into it. But compared to all the people here that grew up surfing or like people that are really, I'm still like a, what's called a kook. Like I'm not nearly, I love it, but I'm not that yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I guess you could always just tell people like, oh no, I'm from Colorado. Yeah. And then like you, you're oh, yeah. like pretty good at surfing. You're like, oh yeah, you know, it's just like a hobby, you know. I'm good at surfing deal. for being from Colorado. That's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 For sure. So like, you know, you don't like go out bragging that you're this great surfer. You're just like, oh yeah, no, I'm like a Colorado boy. And then you just like show yeah. them all up. So <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's dig into some real estate here. So um, tell me a little bit kind of about your journey getting into real estate um, and, you know, how that's been. Yeah. So <clears throat> I always when I was a senior, maybe as a junior in college, I read um, the book, um, The Five Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. And I was really fascinated with he talks all about passive income. He talks about traveling. I'm a big travel guy. Um, and I was just fascinated by, I never learned in school. They always talk about get good grades so you can get a great job with a great salary so you can work and then you can retire with like a nice chunk of change. But in this book, it talked about passive income It talked about making money while you sleep. So you could travel, you could venture, you could enjoy life without the constraints of work. So I, you know, was lucky enough to meet a realtor when I was working at a gym in college. And I just kind of picked his brain once I took him out for lunch and I was like, what's the business like? I know about real estate investing, that's a passive income source. And that kind of aligns with four hour work week, you know, um, mindset or learnings. And he told me about it and I started to just shadow him. 
Um, and I had applied to some other jobs in town, just like tech companies for sales. I really no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to stay here. Yeah. Um, I didn't get any of those jobs. So I was like, okay, I'm going to come and just work for you. I had had some experience doing like social media help with some other companies. Um, and basically I got my license. Um, I graduated in 2018 in like the summertime, like June, July. And I got my license right at the end of 2018. Um, and my first year in the business, I was really, I had all these big goals. I bet like all young agents do. And it took me 10 months to sell one, one, my first property. And I basically that year in 2019, I made $10,000 on that one commission. I spent well over 20 on the business, like the legal fees, the marketing startup, you know, the MLS dues. I just didn't understand what it was like. So I drained like all my savings. Um, and it was just an absolute grind, but I learned a lot that year. And then the next year is kind of where I took off 2020. I sold like over 22 and a half million. So it was like, a year of just grinding and getting beat down, but building the business, building the momentum, doing cold calls, scripting, getting into Tom Ferry where I met you. And then the next year I really, really found some great success and I feel super blessed because it was really due to a lot of people that I met like you. Um, I'm more impressed that you actually had savings coming out of college. That's, that's (laughs) like, I mean, clearly there are a lot of things in your story that um, should resonate with people as far as, you know, grinding it out and working hard and, you know, maybe having that rough first year, but I'm more impressed that you had savings coming out of college because I know I didn't, have that so yeah it was like you, a little bit of safety, plus like some grad money it really yeah, wasn't yeah like, it wasn't yeah hey but you had some dollars in the bank account that you ended up spending but dollars in the bank account so you know that's i'm, I'm jealous there um and i remember like before i sold that property it was literally like you know i'd, I'd pay my rent which was 900 dollars for my room and i would just be like how much money can i like how much money do i have to eat this month yeah what how much ramen or can i go out once a week like it was not yeah. fun <laughs> So what advice would you give, um, you know, to someone that's just starting out in real estate? Like how could, how, how do you think you could make it easier for them? Probably like four or five, like someone hits me up all the time, you know, from social because they see Selling Sunset and then they, they follow me or they see me and they're like, oh, like, what's it like? Like, how can I get in? This business looks amazing. And my advice is it's way harder than the internet or TV portrays. And my second piece of advice is it's so important who you meet, who you mentor under joining a team is a great way to start. Like, the statistic is nine out of 10 realtors quit within the first year before they get to the one year mark and having a mentor, someone who can show you the ropes and network to help you um, is like the only way in my opinion to really succeed. Going out on your own is so tough. I mean, people do it, but I don't recommend it. And I also recommend joining coaching and being all in because some people are like, Oh, I just want to like do it part time and I'll get it going with the side of my other job. And I'm like, I worked like open houses. I worked five days a week in the office I worked my butt off for, you know, eight, nine months. I was all in and I still took me that long to sell a house. So if I was just part-time, I don't think I would ever have been able to build a business. So that's kind of a couple pieces of my advice, but there's a lot of advice. I have more people can reach out to me on Instagram if you want more advice. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I think that's super important. And like, I think um, what would be, you know, I think coaching is another thing that like, you know, obviously that's how we met. Uh, we've met a lot of great people through, um, you know, coaching and just being in kind of that that ecosystem and, you know, involved in that. So did you find coaching or was it like your team was coaching already or how did that work out? I found coaching and I'm a partner of my three person team. I'm actually bringing on a fourth person and I found coaching and now my teammates also use my coach and my guy, Patrick, shout out to Patrick. Um, and I found it, I watched Tom's YouTube videos because I was just like, I have no idea. Like, I'm like, I got my license. And I'm like, everyone has that realization where you're like, you're now a realtor, but like, what now? Like, there's no boss telling you what to do. There's no set schedule. So I was just watching YouTube videos. And Tom obviously provides so much good content. So I just found him on YouTube. I called him up and I started coaching three or four. No, it was summertime. 
It was probably, yeah, it was probably almost like three years ago, like June of 2019, um, when I still was way out from even, I had opened one escrow that fell out and I was just like, no pipeline, no listings, no buyers signed. Like, I was just like, what do I do? And I called him up and I'm like, I'm going to do coaching and spend my money that way. And it was like the best investment I ever made. And I feel like it's allowed me to skip a bunch of steps because yeah. with our network and our ecosystem, when I have an issue and I have a problem I'm facing, I usually can get an answer or I can get inspiration from someone who's been there and done that. Um, instead of just having to make these mistakes on my own. And I feel like that's cliche to say that, but people say that all the time, but it's so true. Like, you know, think about how many transactions you do. I do way less than you. And if when I get to the stages of building a team, growing, expanding, I can just go to you and you can kind of level me up rather than me just trying to go out on my own. Yeah, no, I think that's the biggest thing is like having just a community of people that are like-minded, one, and then two, that like shortening that learning curve in any way you can, I think is just so important. Um, so that's, yeah. I completely agree for sure. For sure. It's um, a lot of people like ask me, is it worth the money? You know, but I think spending the money to shorten the learning curve all day, like otherwise maybe you save that six or 700 bucks a month for the intro coaching, but how long is it going to take you to make these mistakes on your own? That's what yeah. I yeah. hundred percent. Um, so I know, uh, one thing that I feel like you're kind of known for in our coaching ecosystem is like you used to go live and like do cold calls. Yeah. Um, so like, what type of calling were you doing then? Are you still doing that? Like, what does that look like as far as like lead gen goes? Yeah. Great question. I just literally came from a calling session with a friend and Devin Tryan from Hawaii yep. he kind of was the originator of those. And I kind of jumped on his uh, bandwagon. That's a great, in the Tom Perry network, it's like, I, we give our, and we're like, people are allowed to copy us, allowed to do what we do. And I think that's an amazing thing that we have is people share it and you can literally do the exact same thing as somebody else. And that person would be like, awesome. Like, go for it. So I was had no business. I met Devin and I met um, Jay Bond and some of those other really awesome cold calling guys. And because my market's an expensive market, the people my age and my friend group, um, it takes a little while to get into the market and buy a house here. Um, I didn't have any sphere. So I learned how to do cold prospecting, which meant cold calling expireds, which meant cold calling non-owner occupieds. And this year I've already done like three or four transactions from a cold call non-owner occupied. Um, actually one expired that became a buyer. I just, you know, sold them a house for 3.45 million, like a month ago. And I do a lot of business cold and it's kind of what I pride myself on. Cause you know, you never know what will happen with referrals or sphere, but if you master the cold scripts and you practice them and you learn them, you can have that at your disposal anytime, anytime business is, is slowing down a little bit. So I try to teach a lot of people the intro scripts and I tell people, if you're getting started, find a buddy who's also new role play with them like crazy like just practice it's literally I'm, a, I'm an athlete i know you're an athlete too you practice so you can perform at a high level in the game and for us our practice is uh role playing and creating the scripts and the game is actually calling the cold clients so you know people don't know where to get started but that's how you start you create a script that feels good to you and you role play like crazy and then you build the confidence and you go execute when it's game time so what would you say to someone that's like and I think you kind of just did, right? Like the, yeah. figuring out the scripts, role playing it, practice, 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 and then actually doing the calls. But like, I mean, I know people that that do that all day long and then they go to make the calls and they're just like crippled with fear, right? Call yeah. call reluctance. They don't want to do it, you know? So what would be that like piece of advice? I mean, clearly you're like, okay, I've built my business on this, like do it. But like, what would yeah. be that that extra thing that you would tell someone to kind of get them over the fence? That's a great question because I think a lot of people get that anxiety that's just like, no one's going to like me. No one's going to pick up. Like it's not, cold calling is not for me. I'm not going to do it. But in that mindset, you're not obviously going to be successful at it all. So what I would suggest is say, if you have someone on your team and your office mentor who's a good cold caller, just go and watch them cold call. Go in the session with them. 
maybe they'll hit five or six calls, set an appointment in front of you. You can see how excited they get and how, how it can be done. And then that's your chance to, you know, you can go back and forth. And that's what I have here. I have a couple cold calling buddies and we'll go into the conference room and we'll do it together because it's lonely. It's hard on your own, but it's kind of fun. Like when you're with a buddy, you call someone, they tell you to kick rocks and never call back again. You can kind of hang up and laugh and like have a joke with your friend about it and then move on to the next because it can be lonely and people can take it personally. And you're definitely going to get way more rejection than you will get, you know, acceptance. And for some people, they take it so personally. But my suggestion there. Just don't take it personally. Every no is one step closer to a yes. You know, find a buddy, try to make it fun, maybe make a game, make a reward. You know, we were today, we're like, okay, if we set an appointment, we're going to get a cookie across the street at this like great bakery. Like, make it fun. Like, because otherwise, it, it can be lonely and it can be hard. So, do whatever you need to to try to spice it up. So, did you get your cookie? Yeah, we got a cookie. <laughs> it was so what, good. What kind of cookie did you get? It's like this big, like three dollar chocolate chip walnut cookie that they keep like kind of warm. It's like unreal. It's called like the cookie, and we, <laughs> me and my buddy crushed it. <laughs> real, real original name there, Baker. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I mean, it makes it fun because otherwise, we're like, oh, we don't want to make our calls. And I get that mindset too. Where sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. But man, if you do it consistently, you'll watch your business explode. And especially in this market where there's no inventory and everyone's trying to find a seller man, you got to do it. If you really want to make your business take, go, go to the next level, in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and that's, that's with anything, right. Whether it's, you know, door knocking, cold calling, social media, whatever, like just that consistency, I think is what most people lack. Um, so one of the things I love as far as like your mix of content on social is like, you know, you have different video series, you know, kind of going on, you go live on occasion, you know, quick shots of you just like kind of talking direct to camera, like selfie style on your phone. Um, so like, what did you do to first get started with video? Like, or what advice would you give to someone that's, that's looking to get started with video, but just, you know, kind of nervous about it? Such a good question. And I get that a lot too. It's like, where do I start? I'm so bad on video. And like, I bet if you do this too, for your videos, obviously you're a video legend, you crush it. But if you go back to your first, you know, year of making videos, it's bad. Like, that's just kind of how it is. And my people who are just getting started, you kind of have to accept that. It's one of those things where it's not going to just become an overnight you know, mega hit success, it's going to take a lot of building and a lot of failure. And you're going to have to get comfortable on camera, you're going to have to learn different content strategies and different public speaking skills. Honestly, I did Toastmasters, that was a good thing that helped me out. But it's not going to be easy. And you know, it's not going to just come overnight. I really recommend to people you start small, you try to be consistent with it. And you try to just be authentic, you don't have to become like a script reader, you're not like a news teleprompter. I made a video today, you know, I had a, my professional video that I posted today where it was kind of telling a story, but I also made a video today just on the fly. I was at Chipotle and I'm filming because I brought my own avocado because I'm like, hey, if you bring <laughs> an avocado, you save like $3 on guac, that money can be used for a down payment. Like, and it was just a stupid, authentic, fun video because I'm not a serious guy. I'm wearing like a t-shirt today. Like, and I'm like, like, that's kind of the, some of the videos I shoot. And some people will be like, screw this kid. He's not serious. Yeah. I'm going to work with him. But then the people that you know, Tom, whatever our group says, the, your vibe attracts your tribe. Like the people that are low key and they can have a laugh and like can joke around, they're going to resonate with that. And I'm trying to be the more, more authentic realtor, just like you compared to like maybe a selling sunset where it's scripted. It's like Ferraris. Like, that's just not my brand. Like I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm at like a $5 million listing. But like at the same time, I'm bringing my own avocado because that's $3 off. Is this a video you've already posted or you I just shot it? I on my story like an hour ago. Okay. It's on your story. I'm, I'm yeah. looking this up for those that are, that are curious. Yeah. It's, I was just this off. man is literally has his own avocado. This is hilarious. I'm dying right now. 
it's a tip. They don't teach this in school, you know? <laughs> did you, did you, okay. I thought you were going to like maybe cut into it. Uh, I did later, but yeah, I just kind of describe what I do. I was, I was also curious to see if like you brought it in already cut. Cause like, you know, obviously getting through the pit is difficult, you know? So like yeah. you did the plastic knife wouldn't do very well. So you got to cut around it. Like, you know, there's just lots of things going through my mind right now. I got the pit out. I made, it, made, it was a great ripe organic avocado. Nice. Yeah. So it, it was a win-win. Honestly. Helped first, you know, organic, <laughs> organic and everything. Yeah. Savings first, you know, living in our, you know, yeah, for sure. But that's yeah. the type of stuff. If you look at my content, you'll see some very professional done stuff. Um, yeah. I, I have an amazing videographer and I really recommend that when realtors, when you're ready to take your content to the next level, you got to get a great videographer, but you don't have to be pro to start. You know, you could film an avocado at Chipotle video, whatever that is to you. <laughs> I'm thinking like you could do a whole series of these like money saving tips, but they all just be like ridiculous things. Like, you know yeah. how like, so like avocado toast is one that they're always like, Oh, millennials can't afford homes because they're buying avocado yeah. toast and lattes. Like you should do a like, Oh, like I bring my own avocados and just get bread. And like, just like really like off the wall things that like you actually wouldn't do to save money. Yeah. That could be an entire series. No, totally. And like, you know, it, me and my buddy were joking about Chipotle. We were doing the math. We're like, okay, if you save $3 and, you know, if you want to buy a really nice $10,000 Rolex, you just go to Chipotle like 5,000 or like 4,000 yeah. times. And that savings will buy you that, you know, or if you want to buy a house, yeah, go to Chipotle like a million times and then bring your own avo. Yeah. But that's my advice in all seriousness is to realtors. You don't have to be like selling Sirhan. You don't have to be, people see those like, or even people see you honestly and you just be like, She's like so professional. Everything's like pro edited, pro captions. But, you know, you post your cool like CrossFit stuff too. And it's like you don't have to be a professional camera like reality TV host to get started. Just get started. Show off your personality. Show off your brand. Show off how you work. And then you can build from there. You know, just get started. Do something is my advice. Yeah. No, I'd completely agree. And I think that it's almost when agents try to just go straight to a videographer and shoot with a videographer and they're not comfortable in front of the camera. Like mm. my videos, like 2017, 18, and most of 2019 were just me on my phone, right? Like we, yeah. we did professional listing videos, right? But like it wasn't until the end of 2019 where we were like, okay, I'm hiring a videographer to do, you know, direct camera stuff and like neighborhood spotlights and like other things other than listing videos. Um, but like, how many times was I holding my phone out, you know, shooting videos or doing selfie style stories to get comfortable talking to the camera? Because like if you're spending thousands of dollars on a videographer and you get nervous in front of camera or don't know what to say, it's just a waste of time and money. Like so true. So, yeah. Just get started. We have the power in your in your hand. And it's not gonna be perfect. I mean, you go back to your 2017 videos, I bet, you know, and you're looking at them now and you're like, oh, oh my god. Yeah. Face, but, yeah, I feel the same way, but you're gonna get there. And I mean, it's a beautiful tool now. I have people you know, hitting me up for cool opportunities for listing appointments, buyers coming to me. I just got to film a Picasso house because they hit me up. Um, you know, they found like when you, it's a great way to grow your brand. Like, you know, you just get to have this huge reach as it go, grows day by day. And I'm not, your reach is like massive. I'm nothing compared to you or, you know, the people that rock it in our group, but you know, my following's grown and I'm almost like 25 or something, hundred followers on Instagram and growing on the other platforms too. So it's fun to watch it grow and the opportunities will also grow in size yeah. and potential as you grow with your social brand. So it doesn't happen overnight, but watch it grow and it's a powerful tool. Yeah. hundred um, percent. All right. Let's switch gears a little bit. Um, I know you've gotten into some like investing and stuff like that. Um, so, I mean, I think people always, you know, I feel like a lot of people think that it's like out of reach, you know, or they don't know where to start. Totally. Um, so what, 
kind of advice do you have for people that may want to get into real estate investing? Totally. Well, um, I'll, I'll start with two things. The first is when I went to my first Tom Ferry um, conference, I was like 24. And I just really had this mindset. It was in the back of my mind, like I'm a young, like I, no one is going to take me seriously. Maybe besides first time buyers, I can't be selling the multi-million dollar houses. Like, and you know, I, I, I just had them, you know, those um, mindsets, those just like, I was just kind of held back by, you know, false fears. And then I met these people that are just my age, running big teams, doing cool investment deals. People like you, people like Mark Pattinson, people like Devin, people, you know, like they were like right around my age and they're doing these huge projects. They're investing in real estate. They're investing in other businesses. And it just kind of shattered my limiting beliefs. So I think that's step one is to don't have any limiting beliefs, whether I know, you know, there's Vena who's like awesome realtor in our group. Yeah. And she's like 21 doing full sales. You're never too yeah. young. You're never too old. It's never too late, too early. Anything's possible is step one. And then, you know, step two is really learn the craft. For me, I bought my first real estate investment in September, an Airbnb right here in Santa Barbara. Um, and, you know, I was learning about the real estate investing game, you know, that was basically in 2021. So I've been learning about it for two plus years before I executed it. Um, in other markets too, it's a little, you can get in, you know, my price points higher, obviously, but, you know, if you want to become a real estate investor, it's not going to happen overnight. Like any of other tools, like you got to learn, you got to read, find mentors. Um, but that's the great thing about if you're a realtor watching this, you have, you're like, you have insider legal insider trading knowledge. So I think everyone who's a realtor should become a real estate investor. And now it's been really fun too. Cause if you get into that side of the business where you start investing, you can start to work with the investors and have those dialogues, those common interests you overlap. And that's a huge portion of my business. Now I'm starting to sell Airbnb properties. In my yeah. Market. So I've become a big, you know, that's kind of what started me into real estate is I wanted to learn about passive income and now I'm kind of building that portfolio. Um, and I feel like I'm just getting started there too. I'll have a couple other things I want to get into, but it's never too late or too early and take time and learn the craft. Cause it's obviously not, not for, it's not easy. You're not going to learn it overnight. Yeah. No, I feel like a lot of, um, investors that like, you know, we do consultations with or whatever, they always ask, they're like, Oh, well, do you have, do you have investment properties? Do you have short-term rentals? Do you have mm. whatever? And like, you know, before I had investment properties, it was just like this awkward, like, oh, well, you know, like the numbers didn't work or like whatever. And it's like difficult to then like sell your services and, and say you can add value when like you don't have it or you've never done it before. Right. Um, cool. So it's just funny now owning them and people are like, we're like, oh, well, do you have investment properties? Like, oh, yeah, we have some short term rentals and some long term rentals. They're like, oh, great. Awesome. You know, and it's it's a yeah. lot different conversation. You immediately. And that's a great like even when I'm on the phone, that's one of my scripts is I'll call these investors, non owner occupied and say, Hey, I'm a local investor and agent, you know, and I was wondering if you had thoughts yeah. about doing this, this, and this, and you get to learn the dialogue. And I yeah. think it's a real start. You're really missing a huge opportunity of clients to serve as well as diversification in terms of your income. If you're not investing in the, your own product that you're selling. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how do you like having an Airbnb? It's so cool. I love it. I mean, I'm just getting started, but here's a cool example. My Airbnb brought in almost like 7k in the month of April. And then just this past weekend, you know, I blocked it out and I had my little 15 year old cousin come out from Colorado and I got to show him Santa Barbara and like, yeah. you know, give him like, you know, he doesn't have a big brother. So I got to have some like big brother moments with him. Yeah. That's what I love about the Airbnb is I can use it as a tool if a client or if my mom or my dad wants to come out and stay there, I just block out that weekend. Yeah. And then it obviously churns great income when I'm not there. And my yeah. next move hopefully is, you know, get into the multifamily. That sounds like a really fun uh, project and um, a daunting task, but that's what's next for me. But the Airbnb, if you have questions about Airbnb, if you're watching this, hit me and Katie up because it's a really powerful tool right now. And it's, there's still a lot more demand than there is supply, in my opinion. 
Yeah, no, it's um, it's interesting how like because I mean we've we've got a duplex that we office out of, and then the other the other side's an Airbnb. Um, so it's just interesting, like you know, keeping it keeping it full and just all the things. So yeah, yeah. do you ever use it to host your friends and family, or is everyone always hitting you up for a free place to stay? Um, well, thanks for putting it out there now into the world, man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we Texas, let's go. Yeah, so we've um, most of the people that have come to stay like have stayed at our house. Yeah. or whatever um but yeah or have hit us up like um way too late yeah so that's, but yeah um that's cool all right so i know earlier you mentioned um which we call it tim ferris four hour work week yeah. what other books would you like put high on your list if like you know as an agent you have to read this or, or this is one of my favorites for sure. I made a video the other day of like my top and some of my three favorites and I my no particular order besides for our work week. That's a great, great like investor kind of mindset, but it's not, I wouldn't say super real estate specific. Um, but I would say how to win friends and influence people. I really like the OG books. That one is so good. And just how to, you know, create rapport, how to connect with a cold lead that walks through your door at the open house. That one's like the real estate Bible, in my opinion. Um, think and grow rich. That's mindset. That's, you know, believing that you can create what you want. No time restraints, no age restraints. That one is great for agents as well as, you know, it's a business where you really get what you put in and you get what you are, are manifesting in my opinion. Um, and then, you know, like the, there's some good, like just real estate specific books, like sell it like Sir Hant. That's a good one. And um, the millionaire realtor um, is a good one as well. I would say, Oh, um, never split the difference. That's a really, really good yeah. negotiation book, and it's just entertaining too. Yeah. I don't have that. You on have my all shelf. those in your bookshelf. Yeah. I've got. I actually, got? so I've got a uh, Big Money Energy is one oh, yeah. that I'm a fan of. So the other Sir Hand book. Yeah. Um, and then the Compound Effect is another one that I think oh, is always yeah. a good one to read. And then the rest are just kind of like businessy type sure. books. And I say, you know, as a newer agent or you know, listening to the Tom Ferry podcast, his yeah. YouTube content really good way to start to free you know 15 minute easy digestible and it's just all real estate focused well and that's what like um this year they've kind of like switched the the podcast schedule so now they've got like five or six shows that they're putting out each week but it's like i like now it's like there's a marketing show there's a luxury show you know there's like scripting and, and role play and like you know conversion right. show so it's like i like that there's now like these different paths so you know what you're going to get, you know, with each episode. And honestly, I think the episodes are a little bit shorter, yeah. um, which is nice. Cause like before it was like, some of them were getting really like an hour 30. Cause like people were covering all of the things. Um, so I'm a fan. I know Tom's not listening 26 minutes into this podcast, but Tom Ferry, I'm a fan of the new, uh, the new podcast series. Hey, you might just be listening. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Courtney, we're a fan of the new podcast series. Yeah. Um, Are you going on a show soon, I bet? Or have you already been? Um, we did an episode yeah. in December, I think, yeah. and it aired um sometime in January, maybe. Yeah, I remember. I think it was after the first year. I don't remember. Um, okay. What advice would you give to someone that's looking for better work-life balance? Because I know mm. In the recent past, you went on a pretty long vacation and and leveraged the team and just being able to work you know remotely and stuff like that to have a little bit of balance. So, what advice would you give to people? Totally. That's something I really try to preach in my content because I think it's getting better. But there for a little while it was like this very I don't know if it was like Gary Vee or like a lot of other like high end entrepreneur influencers that were really just promoting this like infinite grind, like 
always grinding, getting up earlier than everybody else, putting in more work than everybody else. And I was like into that for a while. And then I just got so burnt out. And I was like, why this like this doesn't make sense. Like, you know, it's I felt burnt out. I felt like I was, you know, just like could didn't have the stamina. To, like I wasn't excited to come to work because yeah. I was just like, oh, I'm going to be like every day working, be at the gym before like the sun comes up. And I'm like, that's all. That's it's great to have good routines. I know you do that a lot, too. But I think what I'm trying to promote now a lot in my content, and I'm talking about real estate, too, is like, you know, take the time off when you need it. Sleep in when you need it you know, take a mental health day if you need it, do a fun vacation, um, you know, and there's, it's got to be a balance, right? You can't just do only vacation because then, you know, how are you going to afford your vacations <laughs> if you're trying to build a, a, a beautiful life? You know, you need to do some work. But um, my advice is to just, you know, it's okay sometimes to trade in, like, let's say you hand off a deal to a teammate and you go on a week vacation. I think if it's, you know, it has to do with your mental health, has to do with your overall, what you need, um, I think it's really important to just like listen to yourself. And that's what this retreat that I went on for a week was really life changing. And it just taught me a lot about self-love and a lot about like really listening to yourself. Cause mm -hmm. sometimes before I, you know, was really good at this, I would say, Oh, I need a day off, but no, like everybody else is grinding. I'm going to push through it. I'm going to sell more real estate. And even though I feel like I need a break, I'm, I'm not going to be weak. And yeah. to me, the ultimate strength is really learning what you need and listening to yourself and giving. So it's like getting in touch with yourself. And everyone's, you know, work-life balance is different. Some people have kids. Some people don't. Some people want to take vacations. Some people want to just stay at home and, like, read a book. But I think learning what you need, it's actually going to elevate your real estate performance a lot. It's learning, you know, to give yourself the time, whether that means going to bed early, eating healthier, um, yeah. taking some time off. It's actually, sometimes it might seem weird because it's like, oh, I'm not grinding as hard. I'm not going to sell as many houses. But when you're in a better mindset, you're going to do way better at your job. Yeah. No, I would agree. Uh, I would agree 100%. I would say maybe like 98% because I haven't taken an actual vacation since 2019, but what? Uh, we've got one on the books here. In yeah, bit, agrees. So. yeah. So yeah. So like, it'll be, it'll be good, but I yeah, definitely well need it for sure. And I mean, yeah, to some people their vacation day might just be, you know, having a really great productive day and going on a date night. Like it doesn't have to be a full round trip around the world yeah. vacation. And I know that you get up really early, but I bet there's some days where you sleep in and you skip the gym, even though you might've had a plan because right. Sometimes. Yeah. But what sucks about it, and like, so right now I'm doing 75 hard. So yeah. uh, when I have slept in, it just completely screws my day way more than you. Because like, so, I mean, I work out in the morning. So normally like, you know, it gets me pumped up. It gets me going, gets my day yeah. going, you know, and everything at a certain time, you know. So if I sleep, instead of getting up to work out at five, if I sleep in until seven, then it's like my entire day just shifts. Yeah. Um, and it's really sucked with 75 hard. So um, I'll be happy to end the 75 hard, go on vacation, come back and just like hit the ground running. But, uh, totally. yeah, you're going to yeah. be recharged and dialed in. You'll see the vacation will get you like juiced up and ready to go. Yeah. yeah. Well, it'll need to, cause I have to pay for it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I have, I have no other choice. All right. Um, let me hit you with a hard hitting question that many people get stumped on. Okay. Perfect. If it was your last meal on earth, what mm -hmm. would you be eating? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, first of all, I'd be eating with like my best friends, family, relatives, it matters who you eat with for sure. Um, and I would think I would have, you know, I went out like two nights ago to, um, um, Kazunori in LA. It's like the most, it's just like, it's not even expensive, but it's like these amazing hand rolls, like sushi hand rolls. And I love Japanese cuisine, like green tea, clean, good fish, like good rice. And I think I would just like crush some like a massive boat of sushi green tea good like japanese like seaweed salad like i would just have a huge japanese buffet with all my best buds and that's my last meal i but, like it 
There's a, uh, if you find yourself in Houston, there's a hand roll place here that is absolutely awesome. And I always crush, like, they do like a three roll, four roll, and five roll set. That's and exactly I always, what I'll do. yeah. I always do like the five roll plus a few extras. And like the oh, people yeah. are always like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I like to eat. I'm sorry. Yeah. We're like, I'm being the gym in the early morning. I earned all this. <laughs> <laughs> something like that um cool man if people don't already follow you online where's the best place for them to find you yeah social media facebook instagram linkedin youtube avi becker um a-b-i-b-e-c-k-e-r just everywhere there and i love connecting with people answering questions you know i try to give as much help to people just as you do you know you're so you know selfless and all the help and advice you give and i try to do the same so if you have a question um and i can help in any way feel free to Hit me up on social. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on here um, and sharing all of your wisdom and things that you've learned over the past few years. So very much appreciated. And I can't wait to see you soon. Katie, you're a rock star. Keep crushing it. And I so appreciate everything you do for us in this community and everyone beyond. All right, man. I'll talk to you later.